Hello and welcome to the Reason Life podcast where we talk about all things related to living a logical lifestyle. I'm your host, Jeremy Cannon. Now today's show will be released on April 1st. So you, you probably think, oh, this is this is a joke. This is an April Fool's thing. No, it's it's actually not. Um, I'm not even gonna. I, I was thinking about it, but I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about April Fools other than mention this for April Fools. Instead, I'll, I want to just share some quotes with you today uh, that and, and how it can help you live a more reasoned life. Uh, and so they'll come from assortment of different authors um, that I, I think just have wise. Um, counsel in their um in their words and i'll give you context about you know who wrote it what they write it about um to the best of my ability uh that i can remember because yeah um but before we get into that man i I just want to say uh go and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast um i also want to hear from you so leave a rating leave a review so that others can find this podcast if you have questions you want answered send them to the reason life podcast at gmail.com uh i want to do a segment or maybe a whole episode on uh you know some of the questions that you have still haven't gotten any so i'm just waiting for somebody to send some uh that'd be awesome you can also send them in over uh facebook or instagram um, and then lastly, in the show notes, I, there is a link to support fin- us financially on Patreon. Um, even if you just give a dollar a month, like if one person or, or sorry, if like, like five people, uh, you know, give one or, or $3 a month, uh, which are the different choices, this, like all, all the thing, everything will be covered. So, uh, if you would like to do that, man, we can make this even better, bigger, um, put more time into it because I haven't put much time into it. And so, but that's up to you guys, um, my listeners. So, uh, well, I just want to go over some quotes that I, I found to be helpful in, um, in regards to living a reason lifestyle. Um, and, and so the first one comes from a guy named James Sire. James Sire, uh, unfortunately, he passed away, I think, last year. Uh, but he's written several books. Um, and one of them is one of my favorite books, um, which is all about, like, you know, thinking well. Um, and this quote really, uh, really kind of hits the nail on the head about thinking well. It says, thinking hard is like climbing or is like mountain climbing. Dangerous to the climber and his friends, but exhilarating. Okay, thinking hard is dangerous. It is. You might say, "Oh no, thinking hard's not dangerous." But but here's the thing: is it's dangerous for you, and it's dangerous for those who go on this expedition with you, because you might go some places that others might not like. Uh, you might go some places that uh, you might not like. You're like, oh, wait, this, I don't like this, you know, because sometimes you, you, when you start to really, really think about it, you start to possibly agree with what you formerly disagreed with. Uh, but but here's the thing is when it comes to thinking, it's not even about the end, end of what you think about. A lot of times it's just that journey uh, that you got to enjoy. Um and then once you get to that destination, 
You know, it's like climbing a mountain. Once you get to the top of a mountain, what do you do? Man, you take in that view, right? You enjoy the view. The, the, the climb is difficult, but you can, you can make yourself enjoy that, that climb, can't you? But it's when you get to the top that you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I like this. And, and so James Sire just really kind of paints that picture like deep thinking, thinking hard, thinking well is, 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 not, is not easy. It's dangerous. And so tread, tread lightly when you think. But don't don't shy away from it, right? Um, the second one is actually by a man named Blaise Pascal. Uh, Blaise Pascal, uh, I can't remember what year he he lived a few hundred years ago. I honestly don't remember what exact dates. Uh, but he says this: uh, truth is so obscured nowadays, and lies so well established that unless we love the truth, we shall never recognize it. Truth is so obscured, okay, nowadays, and lies so well established, and not lies like lying down, I mean lies like April Fool's lies, but real lies, so well established that unless we love the truth, we shall never recognize it. And so Blaise Pascal put forth this wager. Um, You've probably heard of it. If not, Google it. It's called Pascal's Wager. Pascal was also a mathematician, uh, contributed a lot to that. Won't get into that, though. Uh, but what Pascal paints here is not something that's just true for him, but true throughout time. Truth is so obscured, and lies can be so well established that unless you love the truth to the point that you want to get to the truth, you want to know the truth, you don't want to, you don't want to sit in the... Um, the uncomfortable position that you're like, I I know this is a lie because there's things in life that we know are lies. And unless we love the truth, we're not going to throw out those lies. We're going to hold on to those lies. And that's what causes us to not live a reasoned life. That's what causes us to, to live a life that is based on a lie. And that just gives us more and more issues in our lives. And so, especially in today's political climate, Lies are established to the point that we have bought into them. Um, the lie, one of the major lies is that you have to vote Democrat or Republican. You don't have to. You don't. You can vote for independent people, okay? But the way the news represents it is Democrats versus Republicans. But, and, and it doesn't paint the true picture that you are free to make the choice of voting for somebody else. That's just a fact. Okay? So don't let don't let the established lies. And I'm not just talking about the news. I'm not just talking about the government. I'm not just talking about uh what, you know, whatever it is. I'm just saying in general, make sure truth is not obscured. Love the true truth. Don't let a blurred image of truth, for sake of uh, explaining it, don't let a blurred image of truth obscure, like distract you. Because blurred images are boring pictures, aren't they? Like pixelated pictures are boring. You want like high, I mean today, high def, you know, 4K television, 
you know, 5.2 stereo, you know, sound, surround sound. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out. I don't know what surround sound we're on. But we want quality, right? And if we want quality, we need the truth. Because lies are not quality, are they? They're, they're, they're worthless. To buy into a lie is worthless. So that's Blaise Pascal. Uh, the next one is actually by St. Augustine. And, and this one kind of, uh, if you don't know who St. Augustine was, he was, um, he was early on in the, the, the early church, I think the 400s AD. And, uh, he, I mean, he was, he lived a rebellious lifestyle, you know, didn't like Christ, uh, all these sorts of things. But then one day a kid, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he was at a park and a kid said something and, and he believed at that point in Jesus. And so, um, what he said is this, we love truth when it enlightens us. We hate it when it accuses us. So kind of tying it into that last one, if, if we love the truth, we're going to let it accuse us. Okay, St. Augustine says, we love truth when it enlightens us, when it gives us knowledge, when it gives us information, when it, when it gives us that kind of brightening light, like, ah, you know, like you, you enjoy it. But we hate it. We hate it when truth accuses us. We hate it, don't we? When we face the truth, the truth is uncomfortable. The truth is is just, sometimes it's scary, right? Sometimes it's scary to face the truth. And so um, I want to I just challenge you to love the truth no matter what. Because as um, Blaise Pascal says, that unless we love the truth, we'll never recognize it. And let me add to that, we will never love the truth unless we let it attack us, let it change our minds. Okay, so let truth speak to you. And here's another one. George MacDonald. Honestly, I don't remember who he is. I don't remember where I got this from, but it's true. And here's what it says. It says, truth is truth. Duh. Four four is four. Four equals four. Um, Truth is truth, whether from the lips of Jesus or Balaam. Okay, now you might be wondering why I use that quote. You might be thinking that I'm saying this this other guy, Balaam, is in fact a truth teller. But in reality, Balaam is not. Okay. Now the question about Balaam is who was he? What did he do? Balaam Okay, comes from the book of Numbers. And in that book, honestly, I should have read it before I got into this. Um, but what he does is he is sent out, if I remember right, he is sent out by um, by a man to go and curse the people of Israel. Okay. Um, but... God doesn't allow Balaam to go and curse Israel. Instead, God forces Balaam, not forces like, hey, you're going to do this, but Balaam's riding a donkey, right? And Balaam's donkey starts to talk to 
him, which is so weird, right? But what Balaam does is, um, in fact, he starts speaking the truth. He, he speaks blessings upon the people of God. And so, um, this just kind of goes to show, and I'm kind of botching the story because I should have read it before I, you know, got on here. I just hopped on here though. Um, but the truth is truth. God's truth, all truth is God's truth. Let me change the quote to say this. All truth is God's truth. All truth is truth. And if you believe that there's a God, then you believe that all truth is his. And if you don't believe that, then then your God is not the God of truth. He's the God of lies. Because um, even if God lies once, he's a liar, right? He's broken the law. He's broken you know, something that is so sacred to us today. And so we need to make sure that we, we don't give in to false, uh, false things. But if it's true, it's true because God says it's true, okay? Um, whether Jesus says it, Plato said it, um, Buddha said it, like, I'm not saying that, it, for those of you who are Christians and are like, oh my gosh, he's saying that they are preaching truth. No, that's not what I'm saying. There are some atheists who I believe speak truth from that, that, that God has, but maybe it's one line out of their hundred lines, whereas Jesus is like a hundred percent accurate. Does that make sense? Don't hear me, hear me, hear me out here. Truth is truth. Doesn't matter who said it. Okay. Now here's the thing. We are fallible. We can say the wrong thing. Um, and so we can believe the wrong thing. Uh, but just know that truth is truth. Here's another one. Here's T.S. Eliot. Okay. He's a poet. He says, when we do not know, or when we do not know enough, we tend always to substitute emotions for thoughts. When we do not know, okay, whether we know or when we do not know enough, if we don't know, basically he's saying, when we don't know, or we don't know enough to establish that we know, we tend to substitute always emotions for thoughts. And this speaks to how we interact with one another. If you don't know enough on the subject, you're going to turn to your emotions, not facts. You're not going to think it through. You're going to feel it through. And that can cause issues. That can cause, I mean, we just talked about a couple of episodes ago about how to have healthy conversations with people you disagree with, right? And so when we do not know, whether you know or struggle to know, you don't know enough. Don't substitute your emotions for your thoughts. Instead, take your thoughts, factor in your emotions, because sometimes it can get heated because of emotions, like a heated conversations, heated conversation. But don't let it, don't let it overpower. Think things through. Okay. Next. This one comes from uh, a dude named Alan Jacobs, okay? And, and I have a little bit of, of context I want to put in here, okay? Technologies of communication that allow us to overcome the distances of space, such as text messages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Those are some examples. 
They also allow us to neglect the common humanity we share with the people we now find inhabiting our world. So when you're on social media, when you're talking uh, with a friend via Facebook, you're Instagramming a, a photo or responding to somebody's story or Snapchatting something, however you're communicating, even via email or text message, the problem with it is that we don't see a human being in front of us. That's why a lot of people say a lot of people say this and I, it's so true. You will say things online that you will not say to somebody's face. You will say something online that you will not say to somebody's face. Um and and that's the problem t- with the digital age today is that we have turned people into things because we can't see the people. We don't interact with the people. We just assume that they want our opinion, right? Uh, we, we don't share humanity with people when we're online. We see them as objects that we need to overcome. And that's a problem. No matter who you are, no matter what you believe, don't, don't think that you're better than somebody else. Don't, don't try to bombard somebody with information. Don't try to win the argument on Facebook Say, hey, I'd love to continue this conversation. Can we go get coffee? Can we go get lunch? Like offer an alternative. Meet with somebody in person. I hate communicating over email. Because here's the thing is, uh, the other day, one of <laughs> my superior, I love him, he sent me something and he he said he was trying to help me do be- do my job better, do what I'm doing better. And I'm like, I, I appreciate that. But the way that I responded was, oh no, what did I do? I did something wrong, blah, blah, blah. You know, like I freaked out. But I didn't see his sincerity in, hey, I want to make you better. He just made the comment and I'm like, uh, what did I do wrong? And so I asked him and he said, oh, you didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, then then tell me in person, please. Like in person or over the phone, whatever. But we need to make sure we're not neglecting the common humanity that we share with one another. Alan Jacobs, he wrote a book, um, uh, How to Ask Good Questions. Um, I am I am blanking on it right now. Give me one sec. It, uh, How to Think is what it's called. Alan Jacobs wrote a book called How to Think, and it is so good. Um, I would suggest go and get it. Um, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to to order it if you want to get it. Um, and in fact, our next quote comes from the same book. It says, you have to be a certain kind of person, okay? You have to be a certain kind of person who at the least, some of, who at least some of the time cares more about working toward the truth than about one's current social position. You have to be a certain kind of person who at least some of the time cares more about working toward the truth than about one's current social position. What that means is you care more about getting to the truth than about having the right friends. You care more about getting to the truth than about being in some sort of social circle that makes you feel good inside. That 
you're accepted in. Because if you look back, and let me get a little bit biblical for a second. If you look in the in the Bible, man, a lot of people who were directed towards the truth, who are pers- per, who are displayed as people of the truth, who seek truth, they are they are shown as loners. Okay, think back to the Old Testament, Elijah, and you know the prophets. He was the lone prophet who went up against all of the other prophets, all of the other false prophets, okay? He didn't care about the social position that he was in. He cared about honoring the true God. He, he cared about honoring the truth, no matter what. And so make sure that you're not focused on your social position, not focused on what you can get out of it, but be focused on helping others get to the truth. Be focused on getting yourself to the truth, to know the truth. Okay, and I have one more quote for you. This comes from G.K. Chesterton. And and I want to end on this because I, I think that it actually has uh, some grounds as to why you should listen into this podcast and tell others to think uh, listen to this podcast. Um, hopefully down the road we can, we can do episodes weekly. Haven't been doing that. But this one, it, it, G.K. Chesterton in his book, Orthodoxy, what he does is he takes people of his time and basically says, man, they're good at this, but ultimately they have an issue with their worldview. And here's what he says. The most practical and important thing about a man is his view of the universe. The most practical and important thing about a man is his view of the universe. And and here's why I believe he says that, why I believe um, that, that it is so true is because the way you view the universe, the way you view the world is it, it impacts your life in a way that you, you might not understand until you, you know, believe like you don't think about it. You know, we just assume our worldview is the right worldview. And therefore, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to live this certain way, but everything that we believe in fact, impacts how we live. What you believe impacts how you live. And so that's why I believe that uh, G.K. Chesterton really kind of hits the nail on the head saying, what you believe matters. What you believe to be true matters. To live a reasoned life, you need to believe in what is actually true, not what you think to be true. Now that might seem like, well, how do we think that it's true then without, here's the thing is we buy into lies. Okay. And tying it back in, I guess we'll talk about April Fool's Day a little bit. Today is probably the day that most of the world buys into some sort of lie. It might be a temporary lie where they just say, ha ha, April Fool's, you know, but they still buy into some sort of lie that they're given, right? Like they're tricked. Like this one, um, like youth ministry uh, website that I follow, they said, hey, new partnership with Netflix, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we're going to have a two-part series, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it, was, it was a funny joke, right? And, and, and so <laughs> I almost bought it. You know, some people are like, oh, my gosh, I thought it was true. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. Like, once I wa- looked at it and I thought, okay, today's April Fool's. No, don't believe it, you know? And so I just want to encourage you, 
whatever you get out of this episode, just know that that, uh, I want to see you be successful in life. And one of the things that you need to be successful in life is to actually think about what you believe. So why you believe it, what you believe, and uh, what the implication is for your life. Because sometimes we think about why we believe it because it, it helps us emotionally, it helps us psychologically, it helps us, you know, live a life. And, and that those are those aren't bad reasons. Those aren't bad reasons. But what do the implications have for your life? And not just for this life, but for life after life. Uh, after this life. Like, what are the implications? And, and are you sure that those implications are accurate? Are you sure that your worldview is accurate? Because here's the thing. The things you b- believe about the world are pivotal in life. And so, and I, I could give so many examples, but I'm going to save you some time. Just sit and think. Does what I believe have good or bad implications overall? Like, think about it. Think about it, okay? I want to go ahead and end the episode right here. And uh, I want to end it by just saying thank you for listening in. Um, I know I haven't been posting these every single week. Uh, but for those of you who have tuned in, you know, off and on, whatever, maybe you're like, man, I want to listen to just some of the good ones. Awesome. Uh, I'm just doing this as kind of a side hobby, side uh, fun thing to do. And so here's what I, I want to say. Just... If you want to keep listening, keep listening. If if you want to help me create more content, send me questions. The Reason Life Podcast at gmail.com. Interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, all these quotes are actually on Instagram. Just go to Instagram and then go to highlights. It says quotes. That's actually what I was looking at when I was reading them. Um, they're just some inspirational quotes that I think can help us be driven to the truth. And so, um, and, and there's more to come in future episodes as they come out. Uh, lastly, don't get fooled. Don't get fooled. If you're listening to it on April Fool's Day, don't get fooled. Okay. If you're listening to it next April Fool's Day, don't get fooled. Um, but I, I want you to enjoy your day, whatever day it is. And I hope that you tune back into the Reason Life podcast as we release episode 12 coming up whenever. And, uh, Overall, man, I just hope that you have a great day. God bless.